Welcome back, everyone. Russell here with the Canadian Conservative. You can find me at the CanadianConservative.substack.com. My topic today, I want to talk a little bit about Dr. Jordan Peterson and the issues that he's having with his professional license and the idea of what your employer and your licensing board should be able to know about your social media and about how you conduct your private life and what they should or shouldn't be allowed to use against you for their tribunals or their employment contracts. Now, Dr. Jordan Peterson is a world-renowned psychologist. He practiced psychology for a long time, seeing clients and required to keep a board certification. He's also been a professor. I believe he did retire from his professorship uh, however, he is still holding his license right now, even though he hasn't seen clients for some time recognizing, I believe, that when you're famous, you can't really objectively see people the same way that you used to. Now, Dr. Jordan Peterson has been told by the Ontario Board of Psychologists that he is going to have to be subjected to social media re-education at his own cost and for an indeterminate amount of time until the board deems it's satisfactory that he's basically fallen into line. Now, this arises from a bunch of complaints that were received against him by people that were never his clients that were concerned about his online conduct, from being on the Joe Rogan podcast to posts that he made about not finding obese women beautiful, and even gender ideology and transgenderism. So these complaints made to the board by people that were never patients of his were taken seriously by the board, at which they did impose some sanctions against him that includes, you know, a social media course, which is interesting because the man's literally used social media longer than most of us have. He was posting his lectures on social media well before he got famous from Bill C-16 but he's supposed to pay someone like 200 and something dollars an hour to educate him. I believe he has 3 million followers on Twitter and someone's going to educate him on how to manage social media. He's on Instagram. He's on Facebook. He runs ads. He's a member of conservative podcasting news network called the daily wire. I'm not sure who they're going to be able to hire that's going to be able to educate him on the use of social media. Frankly, I would love a masterclass by him on how he manages his social media. But this goes beyond Dr. Jordan Peterson. This goes into a societal-wide kind of issue that we've run into where people have become far too accepting of having their workplaces keep tabs on their social media, turning their social media usernames and sometimes even passwords into their employer for examination. You know, I understand if you are representing your employer online, then yes, you may have a duty to not talk badly about your employer, of course, and not talk about your clients. But instead, we've got to this point where private and public industry has gotten okay with the idea that they can control what you are saying online 
And if you say something out of line that they are like the commissars and they have the right to execute you from your job, maybe even participate in a struggle session, calling on others to partake in your humiliation. And frankly, even though I don't agree with a lot of the leftists out there, and I believe that they don't deserve to be canceled either for their views, again, unless it's illegal or something truly heinous, but those should be high bars to achieve and they should require quite a bit of scrutiny. I would have figured that with Dr. Jordan Peterson, that even the left would have been nervous about the implications of this type of censorship against a figure online. And believe me, if they can go after him and they can use a legal process to shut him down, then there isn't a hope in hell for any of the rest of us. Now let's talk about the rest of us really quick here before I wrap up on this. Let's be honest here. I think a good majority of conservatives do self-censor themselves online. Even Jordan Peterson said that he has a particular hate for these anonymous troll accounts. And I understand where he's coming from. I don't want to mind read for him, but I do believe that he's kind of referring referring to the novel, The Gulag Archipelago, where Alexander Sholzhenitskyn describes that if everyone, instead of cowering in their basements, had risen up and fought back, then the atrocities would have never happened. I think Jordan Peterson is trying to imply that if everyone just used their real name online and was 100% honest with their opinions and they couldn't cancel anyone, the cancel culture would die off. It's allowed because we've uh, allow people to become commissars on both the left and the right. But of course, I'm only assuming. Personally, I think employers have gotten far too comfortable controlling what their employees say and what they do outside of the workplace when they're not representing their employer. In fact, it's baked into a lot of contracts now that you will represent the company well on duty and off duty or something to that regards. When really outside of the workplace, as long as you don't do anything illegal, I don't see why they should be allowed to have any type of power or control over you. And I don't believe it's accountability either. Again, people are allowed to say and hold views that are contradictory to what the institutional values are. The problem is too, is that politics and culture become so intertwined that it's almost impossible now to hold values that are counter to the culture that would then be counter to the politics. I believe it would be impossible for someone that holds values that are counter to the official narrative that wouldn't be targeted by their employer because of it, because there's been this kind of narrative that's been bought into on some of these issues that we're not allowed to talk about. Or if we do, we can only say one specific area unless we want to be labeled as horrible people or bigots or whatever, you know, homophobic, transphobic, xenophobic, which is revisionist language within itself, because to be phobic is to have an irrational fear. And I don't think people have a fear of these cultural issues. They just have concerns. So I'm going to be seeing Dr. Jordan Peterson in a few weeks in Saskatoon, uh, I have backstage passes, so I'm actually going to get to meet the doctor face-to-face. I'm very, very excited. I may even run a couple of these questions by him if he has a quick minute, if we're allowed a quick word with the good doctor. 
they say don't meet your heroes, but uh, I've heard nothing but good reviews about the Doctor in person. So I'm hoping uh, I'm hoping the legend lives up to the standard that we've kind of made for him in the online sphere. So, anyways, that's my thoughts on kind of this language policing that's occurring. This idea that our employers are allowed to basically spy on us and control our language outside the workplace and that we've accepted that as a society. I think it needs to change. I don't know how it's going to change, but we certainly need to start pushing back against that and start letting employers know that it's really none of their business as long as we don't do anything illegal for what we say or do outside of the workplace. That's all I got for today. Russell here from the Canadian Conservative, the Till next time.